All right, everybody, thanks for tuning in, and welcome back to the Docs Sportscast today here with me and Aurora. Aurora's had a very exciting weekend as we love football here. We're so excited that preseason football is back in full swing uh, here with the NFL. Yeah, I know some people aren't big fans of the preseason, but, man, there's so much to take away. We love finding those hidden little gems out there for people, and uh, you know, hopefully a lot of these guys can make a good name for themselves, uh, make the make the roster, make a career out of this. Um, so, yeah, super excited to see some of these guys out there for sure. Uh, with that being said, uh, we'll we'll get right into it here. There's a lot of, a lot of games for us to kind of. You know, talk about a little bit here. Uh, you know, give some some stats, things like that, on some players. But really, uh, you know, with the preseason, it, it's not just based on stats. You know, there's a lot of things that uh, it's you know how these guys look. You know, how they look, were they comfortable? Uh, you know, did they make the right reads? Whether it's a receiver reading the defense, whether it's a running back, quarterback, whatever. Uh, so we'll talk about some of the various players, a lot of the young rookies and things like that. The preseason is quite a bit about them uh not as much about the veterans yes there's some trying to make a roster and you know hoping that they don't get cut for but for the most part we watch the preseason typically to to see how these young uh young players are going to come out there and do uh so we're going to talk about young players we will talk about some secondary second year players things like that as well uh but yeah we'll, we'll uh start off with the titans falcons okay now here's the thing the big reason that we wanted to watch this game was because kyle pitts um Guys, Kyle Pitts did not play in this game. Uh, he did not play in this game, and that was uh, definitely disappointing uh, for us. You know, we'd love to see him out there, but I understand, uh, especially with a guy like that, supposed to be a generational talent. Uh, you know, it makes sense that people wouldn't want to play him in that first game. So uh, it makes sense to us that it didn't happen. We think we still will see him at some point in the preseason, uh, probably in the second second week, so this upcoming week here. We think that we will see him, but who knows? Maybe that changes somewhere uh, down the line. Now, there is still a gem that we can take away from this game for sure, though. Okay, This is someone that we followed uh, in their days with the XFL, uh, playing for, I believe, St. Louis. Uh, I believe they were playing for St. Louis. St. Louis Wings, I think, was their name. Um, Logan Woodside. Okay, Logan Woodside coming out of Toledo, uh, young guy, uh, made it in, in the league a little bit, you know, because of this. He was, um, you know, on the Titans roster last season, and he came out and played very well. Guys, we're very high on Logan Woodside. You know, we think this guy could be could be a starter on certain teams, um, but he's definitely a great backup to have in your system. If I'm the Titans, I'm super excited for what he did when he came out there. He went 10 for 15 for 84 yards, one touchdown. No interceptions. Okay. This guy played very well in the action that he saw. You know, 15 uh, pass attempts. You know, he's out there for a few series uh, with the Titans. And, yeah, I, th I think he performed very well. He performed very well. Uh, you know, we didn't see a lot of uh, starters out there for mo both of these teams. So that is something that we are still waiting to see. You know, Julio Jones, I wouldn't expect him to play much, if at all, in the preseason. Uh, you know, but it'll be interesting to see how Ryan Tannehill takes to him. Uh, Falcons, man, you know, there's a lot of changes there. You know, Calvin Ridley's going to be the guy. Russell Gage, how's he going to do? Uh, you know, uh, Zagarius, um, is that... I can't. I can't pronounce his name. I can't think of it or pronounce it right now. Um, but there, there's another gentleman there, the wide receiving core. That you know, how's he going to end up doing and playing? Uh, and and we probably won't get a lot of answers on that. I don't see Matt Ryan logging a ton uh, here, if at all, in the preseason. 
so yeah, ultimately not much to see from the Falcons standpoint, but we did see some really good things from Logan Woodside on the Titans end. And yeah, we're definitely very excited to see what he continues to do, not just in this preseason, preseason, but with his career, the right place, right time. Maybe he can be a starter somewhere. We'll see down the road what happens with him. Next up, Lions and the Bills. Lions and the Bills went at it, guys, and we wanted to see Amon Ra St. Brown. We did. We got to see him out there for a few, uh, a couple series out there. Uh, he had two catches for 12 yards. I mean, you know, didn't blow the doors off anybody, but, you know, he, he was out there just doing his thing. And, you know, the, the Lions, uh, they, they were looking for him. They had some plays where they, you know, that it was definitely showing that they were looking for him out there. I think he's going to be a really good young talent, guys. Definitely someone. I don't think he's going to burst out of the seams by any means you know i don't see him doing like a justin jefferson type of thing uh in his first year but he could have a really solid first year uh play pretty well and uh you know even be a fantasy factor for people because who else have they really got to throw to out there guys who else have they really got to throw to they got you know quintus cephas out there they've got um uh you know who's the guy's name i can't think of it right now can't think of it. oh michael crabtree right is it crabtree no it's not crabtree I can't remember, but anyway, you know they've got they've got some guys out there. Oh, Williams, they got Williams out there, uh, Tyrell Williams, and and he's he's a pretty good player as well. But you know, they don't have that number one go to star guy, and so maybe Amon Ross St. Brown can become that guy. Uh, you know, there's not there's just not much to say from this showing. Uh, hopefully, there's more to come from both these teams. Uh, as things get going, you know, Zach Moss didn't play. Devin Singletary looked really good in the in the time that he got out there uh, from a rushing standpoint and a receiving standpoint for the Bills. But, yeah, not much out there for the, the rest of us to really look at. Um, moving on to the Cowboys-Cardinals now. Uh, you know, there's really not much to take away from this one either. You know, starters didn't play much at all. Uh, rookies didn't really do much. Uh, you know, the rookies that were out there and got, and got minutes really didn't do much with it. So, there's just really not much from these two teams. They're really starter heavy and, uh, you know, not a lot of rookie talent out there right now. It will be interesting to see what continues to happen with Dak Prescott and everything uh, as as that continues, uh, that saga continues. But, you know, uh, it's good to report, you know, his MRI, uh, he's healing uh, on, on time at this point. So that's good to know. Dolphins and the Bears. Guys. Two big things to look at here in this game, uh, and that was the quarterbacks, right? Now, Andy Dalton is presumably, as of right now, still as of right now, going to be the starter going into the season, okay? Nothing has been said to to change that in our minds, uh, nor, you know, I don't think anyone's going to report that either, changing. So right now, that is that's kind of where we're set uh, with Andy Dalton going into the season to be the starter, and, you know, Justin Fields, he's a guy that there's going to be a competition there for sure. And then you got Tua Tungavailoa on the other end. First, let's touch on Tua Tungavailoa. Tua didn't look good, guys. I don't think he looked good out there. Uh, you know, he made some. He made some throws. He he made some you know easy throws. You know, super easy, barely any convenience throws out there. He definitely did some of those, and uh, it worked out well for him. I I think that you know he did play okay but i don't think he looked good okay he did throw an interception <clears throat> with the limited amount of time that he was out there and he did not throw uh, a touchdown i just i don't believe he's still comfortable guys i really don't i don't think he's comfortable 
Everybody is on Lamar Jackson's case because when is he actually going to become an effective passer? When is he going to be a consistent passer from a quarterback standpoint? Tua, to me, looks like a worse passing quarterback than what Lamar Jackson looked like when he came in the league. So if that's what we're set up for in Miami, man, they're going to have a lot of holes. They have a lot of holes. They're going to have a lot of issues because Miami does not like Baltimore built themselves to be this way where they can capitalize on the run and not have a super effective passing game. Miami's not built that way. They're not built that way right now. They don't have the complimentary backs out there in the backfield. Miles Gaskin is great. Don't get me wrong. I'm a big fan of Miles Gaskin. I love what they did with Malcolm Brown picking him up. Um, but, you know, they I, I don't think they have that superstar bruising running back. You know, Miles Gaskin is a really good uh, speed running back with some bursts, things like that. He can, he can definitely get out and catch some balls. But, you know, I, I would worry if I'm Dolphins fans. I would still worry. Uh, you know, the courts, the ruling's still out on Tua, in our opinion. Um, he didn't look all that great. He did throw an interception. If he throws an interception in every game, that's not good. That's not a good track record. And so as of right now, this preseason, yep, he gets out there, he starts, and what's he do? He throws an interception. So we'll see what happens. Uh, you know, hopefully he can improve. I mean, we don't want anybody to do bad, but uh, I just really don't like what they did with Ryan Fitzpatrick. I, I think he would have been a great, uh, you know, blanket for you to fall back on this year if Tua doesn't pan out. Again, it's a lot of these teams throwing all their eggs in one basket, and if it doesn't pan out, you've screwed your franchise for multiple years to come. So uh, I think this could be the situation there. We'll keep watching Tua and see what he does. Hopefully he can pick things up and start playing better. But, man, this first showing, uh, I didn't like it. I did not like what we saw there. He just he did not look good from what we saw. So next, talk about Justin Fields. This is a guy everybody's going to be talking about today. Uh, everybody will be talking about it all through ESPN. Justin Fields came out there. Oh, he played amazing. He played so great. He did so well. He's going to be the starter. Andy Dalton's going to get benched, you know. Guys, R-E-L-A-X, relax, okay? I'm quoting Aaron Rodgers here, relax. This, yes, he came out there and he put up some decent numbers, but here's the thing you got to think about, guys. Look at the first half. What do you do in the first half when starters were out there? This is a game that actually the starters of, of the game on both sides were out there very lengthy uh, for, for both teams. And so what happened was the... Starters were out there all the way through the first half and on both sides of the ball, really. Uh, a couple guys weren't out there, obviously, but, you know, for the most part, starters were out there, and you were going up against first-team defenses. Now, when Justin Fields was out there going up against first-team defense, what happened to him? He almost threw an interception, okay? It was dropped by the defender, and then he fumbled the ball. He got outside the pocket and fumbled the ball. Because he didn't tuck it properly. So then the second half, he comes out and he starts playing really well. It's like a tale of two tapes. Like, guys, what happened to that guy in the first half? Like, second half, he went lights out because he's playing up against the second and third string defense. That's what happened. So let's relax. Let's calm down. It's not like he came out there and he did this up against the Dolphins' top defense. He didn't do this against the top defensive players. <clears throat> he did this in the second half up against second and third string defense. Relax, okay? Yes, we like what we saw. Yes, if we're going to look at who was the winner of quarterbacks this week, it was definitely him. Out of the rookie quarterbacks, he definitely made the most progress, and he showed us the most. But let's relax. 
It was up against the second and third string defense. Like, come on. We got to wait a little bit. Let him prove it to us up against starters. And then that's going to help us understand where he really lies against that type of defense. The other thing that does really worry us here is I asked him after the game about, you know, the tempo of uh, the speed of the game in the NFL and stuff. And he came out, and this aggravates me to death, and said, you know what? It was actually kind of slow. It felt really slow for me. I hate that he said this, guys. If you remember correctly, Tua Tungavailoa said this last year for the Miami Dolphins, and he struggled uh, quite a bit uh, after he made that statement. If he thinks that it was slow, he's clearly getting too happy with playing against second and third string defenses in the NFL. And when he gets out there, if he becomes a starter, he's going to get chewed up and eaten. Guys, there's no one, even Andrew Luck, okay, amazing talent right when he came to the NFL, had to make adjustments and get better right off the bat. You know, he wasn't good right from the, I mean, he wasn't the superstar right from the get-go. There's things you have to learn and adapt to in the NFL. So if he's coming out here thinking that it's easy, one, I hate that he said that because to me, he's just trying to get a starting job by making it sound like that. Second, it's cocky and it's overconfident. And if you get a quarterback that's like that, what's going to happen? You could end up with a Jameis Winston on your hand. Okay? Throwing a bunch of picks left and right. So let's be careful about that if we're Justin Fields. Yes, he put up great numbers. He ran for a touchdown up against second string defense. His passing touchdown that he threw was to a blown coverage wide open receiver. Okay? blown coverage all right guys anybody could have made that throw like the guy was wide open by 20 yards so calm down let's relax he played really well let's give him that yes if you're looking at it right now he's he's definitely pushing Andy Dalton for the starting job right now still got to go Andy Dalton because Justin Fields didn't do that well up against the starters so let's relax take some time figure this out okay not to say he's not gonna be a starter we're not downplaying that but let's Let's not jump the gun here, okay? Now, next up, Broncos versus Vikings. This was a big game for us to watch as well, guys, because we wanted to see what the Broncos did with their quarterback situation. The Vikings did not play any of their starters. Uh, you know, we didn't see uh, even their second-string running back, you know, uh, Alex Madison. We did not get to see him either. So we didn't get to see Dalvin Cook. We didn't get to see Justin Jefferson, Adam Thielen, you know, any either of the tight ends that were going to be starters. We didn't see Kirk Cousins. Like, so... Not really much to see from <clears throat> that standpoint, but there is a lot to see on the Denver side. First up, like we said, it is preseason. You got to look at who people are going up against. And when a starter gets out there, a guy who's supposed to be a starter or a potential starter, and he's going up against backup defenses, they need to burn them. They need to roast them. Okay. And that's what Justin Fields did. He did what he was supposed to do, right? That's what Drew Locke and Teddy Bridgewater both did here. But before we get to them, we'll talk about Javante Williams real quick. He looked really good. He had some good burst. He read the line well. He showed some patience at times with his runs and his cuts. Very, very good showing from Javante Williams. If I'm Air, if I'm Air Gordon, I'm going to be really concerned. I'm going to be really worried about my starting job right now because he did play very well. Very well. Okay. Again, it was up against second string defense, but he did what he was supposed to do with that time that he got. So let's keep looking, see what he does when the defense steps up. You know, I can't remember who they're playing next week, but I'm sure they're probably going to have some starters out there for a bit. Let's see how he looks up against those starters. Now, 
Drew Locke, Teddy Bridgewater, they both looked good. Drew Locke came out guns blazing right from the get-go. Teddy Bridgewater came out. He played just as consistent, just as good a football. Yeah, he didn't throw two touchdowns, but guys, it doesn't matter. Like He played consistent football, didn't turn the ball over, played very well, solid football. Both of these guys played just as good, and it's going to take at least another one, probably two games to figure out who is the starter. It really is. Both these guys did really, really well. I'm excited for what they're doing there in Denver. They definitely got uh, some good things going there on offense, and it was looking like it was clicking throughout the game. Again, it was up against the second secondary defense. Okay, weren't going up against starters, so that will change when the regular season starts. Like we can't just sit there and say, "Oh, their offense is going to look that dynamite." Look, both quarterbacks did so well with it. Y yes, but but again, up against you know second, third string defense. So okay, calm down. Um, but both looked very good. I, I don't know how you would pick one of the two out of that um, situation. I, I do think I would go with Locke probably because he looked a little more dynamic with his throws. But, you know, Teddy Teddy looked really good too. He dropped in real nice uh, corner pass uh, for a touchdown in there, just dropped it in. And that's something that Drew Locke has shown he doesn't have as much of is some touch and things. So, man, it's a really tough situation. Now, Saints-Ravens won't talk all too much about this. Um because on the Ravens side, ah, there's not really much to take away from it. You know, Lamar Jackson didn't play. A bunch of other starters didn't play. Uh, so, you know, not all that much on their side to take away. However, for the Saints standpoint, man, both these quarterbacks did not look great. Both of them threw picks. Um, you know, Winston did throw one touchdown pass. And, and so I'd probably give the edge to Winston. He did look a little more comfortable in the pocket from a throwing standpoint. Taysom Hill, the main thing to take away from this, if you watch Taysom Hill in this game, the challenge he's going to have is the best thing that a quarterback can do. Okay, Russell Wilson, one of the best in the game at this. A quarterback who can rush the ball, right? The best way to be effective and to make your team the strongest that it can be, Super Bowl contender, a consistent, awesome offense, and make it as dangerous as possible, is if you are a throw-first mobile quarterback, right? And this is the thing that Lamar Jackson is still having to balance a little bit. He does a good job with it at times, but not all the time. Russell, Whisper, or Russell Wilson is the best at this, and Taysom Hill needs to learn better about it. He needs to get a better feel for this. Watch the game when he got pressured, his eyes, as soon as they stopped looking downfield and he started to get outside the pocket, he was way too quick to never look back up the field. He would duck his head and start just running the ball. He would tuck the ball and start to run with it. Okay, You can't do that because you're missing opportunities downfield. If you want to be a mobile quarterback, it's that's good. That's a good thing. It makes your team more dangerous, more dynamic. But you have to keep your head up and look down the field consistently. He did not do that. So go back, watch the game. That's the big thing that we're concerned about here, which we're Taysom Hill fans. I want to see him be the starter. I'm not a big fan of Jameis Winston because of the things that he's done off the field, uh, especially uh, towards women uh, in the past. Definitely not a fan of him. Don't want to see him start. I don't think he should have the chance to start in this league anymore uh, with the way that he's carried himself off the field. But uh, from this standpoint, Taysom Hill um, – you know, I, I would like to see him start, but man, I'm very concerned because he ducked his head. He tucked the ball. As soon as he got pressure, he tucked that ball. And as soon as you tuck it, you're going to run. He didn't keep it out. He didn't keep it out. He tucked it and started running and didn't look upfield anymore. That's something to be concerned about because that's how he's going to be most effective is if he can do that. Okay. Jets, Giants, man, 
Not much to take away from the Giants when it comes to this game. However, the Jets, man, Wilson looked very good. He looked very good. Solid, consistent, made right. The great, great passes, very crisp, good touch, good velocity on them. I mean, read the defense beautifully. Um, there were just some situations in the game that, you know, it didn't warrant him getting a touchdown. You know, he he was he's really, if you watch it, him and Trevor Lawrence, both the same way, they both came out knowing, uh, like they know they're going to be the starters. Very different than these other guys we've talked about, you know, Justin Fields, like very different from his situation, and, and Drew Locke and Teddy Bridgewater. These guys, Wilson and Lawrence, are not going out there to win the starting job. They're just going out there to get better. And what are they doing? They're starting slow. They're starting slow, making those 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 um, check down passes, reading the defense properly, not making mistakes. Yeah, they'll take some chances here and there. They will. And you saw that they did. There there were times they took chances, but they were controlled chances. And so that's awesome to see. I think both of those guys did really well. But Wilson played very, very good. Uh, we'll touch on him a little bit later as well when we talk about uh, all the rookies together. But really, really good showing. Uh, Jaguars, Browns. Okay. Well, actually, sorry. Before we move on, we'll talk about Michael Carter. He didn't do much. Um, not a horrible showing, but he didn't really show out the way we would like to see. I think he's still feeling out the defense. I think he's still understanding uh, how the game's going to go, how the game's going to be played at this level, and where he fits in in the offense. So I, I think he'll pick things up, but didn't show out really well in the first game, for sure. So, Jags-Browns. We just talked about it, guys. Trevor Lawrence, he looked very similar to Wilson's outing. Very controlled, uh, very much reading the defense the right way, making the right pass, checking down, you know, not just chucking it downfield to make the big, fancy, flashy plays. That's good. That's what we want to see. He knows he's got this job. So his job now is to read the defense properly, consistently make the right passes, see what works, and, and I think he did a really good job. No interceptions, but no touchdowns. That's fine. It's controlled. That's what we want to see here. ETN uh, didn't do much at all. Did not do much at all, and I don't know if this was, you know, he's going to be the starter and they're trying to not, you know, give him a, a lot of reps right now. I, I don't know. Maybe that was it, but James Robinson uh, did some things out there. He looked good. James Robinson's great. We all know that. Uh, so maybe it's a sign that James Robinson's going to be the starting running back. We hope so because it's really not fair for them to just give it to ETN after James Robinson proved so much last year. Um but, yeah, he didn't do anything so far. We'll see how they uh, in intend to use him moving forward. LaVisca Chenault looked really, really good. Uh, he played really well uh, with the snaps that he got. Look for him to be a key part of this offense moving forward. I think he's going to be a guy who will definitely make uh, make some heads turn, uh, be in the news quite a bit every week for the Jags. Now, Niners Chiefs, okay? Trey Lance looked very inconsistent, guys. People are going to sit there and say, oh, Trey Lance and uh, you know Justin Fields, they're the, they're the two that threw for over 100 yards. They made big plays. Yes, each of them made one big passing play, okay? So Trey Lance did make one big passing play. But he went 5 for 14. 5 for 14, guys. That's a horrible completion percentage. Horrible completion percentage. He's below 40% completion percentage. It's really, really bad, guys. And yeah, he's out there to try and win the competition. I, I get it. He's probably got pressure on him. But it did not look good. Like, I'm telling you, I, I was not impressed. 
I was not impressed. He had a couple big throws that got him to the yardage, but he only completed five passes. That's that's not really good, guys. You look at the team. If you want to go out there and you're the Niners, okay? Now, again, this is the first preseason game. Just like everything we're saying here, let's not over... You know, let's not let's not freak out and and you know get all over something like it's one game okay and maybe he'll get better but if this is the way he's going to keep playing you don't want this as a 49ers fan you don't because that means most of your drives are going to be three and out and you will get some decent plays every now and then that'll get you some touchdowns every game fine but the defense is going to eat away at you like that the defense is going to eat you up and the defense is going to end up you know, ultimately winning that game for the other team because they're going to score more consistently than you. So let's see what happens again. Relax, take a breath. Like, it's not like he's ruined his chance of being a good quarterback. Like, it's one game, one preseason game, guys. But, you know, I, I hope that he starts to play better because definitely next game, if he comes out here and he's under 50% completion percentage again, especially under 40%, Oh, really got to scratch your head on that. And I know we're down on him, our evaluation going in the draft. We did, we were not nearly as high on him as everybody else. So we'll see what continues to happen. But right now, I'd be concerned. Okay. Panthers, Colts. All right, guys, this game is still going on um, at the time of, of this recording, actually. But uh, it, it's pretty much going to end. It's like 2 minutes, 45 seconds left. They're tied right now. And, uh, you know, ultimately, things take away from this. Jacob Beeson looks good. Jason, B Jason, Jacob Eason looks really good. Okay, he came out there 15 for 21 passing. Uh, that's a very good completion percentage. 183 yards, 8.7 average depth per target. Uh, three sacks, 28 yards. So he was willing to sit in there in the pocket and take some hits. Quarterback rating of 97.9. I mean, really, really good day. I'm very excited. If if you got to ride a couple games with Jacob Eason before you get uh, Carson Wentz back out there, I'm feeling pretty comfortable right now if I'm the Colts. I'm feeling pretty dang comfortable if I'm the Colts. So that was really the big thing to take away from this. Uh, you know, Jordan Wilkins was, you know, got the most carries for the day. Um, Marla Mack did a little bit there. But other than that, they didn't really play a lot of their starters from that standpoint. Uh, you know, receiving-wise, again, didn't play a lot of their starters. So that, I think, in itself would make, you know, Jacob Beeson look a little bit better out there, too. You know, throwing some passes to Michael Pittman or uh, T.Y. Hilton, you know, would definitely help that. Now, Chuba Hubbard on the other side for Carolina, he looked really good. Seven carries, 80 yards, 11.4 yards per carry. Guys, he looked really, really good. I hope he continues to get more chances like this to get some more carries. Uh, I'd like to see that carry total get up a little bit more. Hopefully, next game he can get over 10 and we can see what he does with that with more consistent efforts um but when you look at uh the receiving standpoint terrence marshall played really good he made two dynamic plays uh 60 yard catch and he had 20 yard catch that's what got him to the 88 ultimately he had another one for eight yards and uh yeah he looked really really good there was definitely some chemistry there with him and pj walker uh pj walker looked great as a good backup he's going to be a very very good solid backup again that's another guy coming from the xfl who looks really good out there i i'm very excited for him i love that he's getting this opportunity i don't think he's going to be a starter i think sam Darnold's definitely going to hold that down throughout the year but He's a very good talent and, you know, could develop into a starter maybe later on in his career. Uh, threw for a touchdown, no interceptions. Uh, so really, really good, consistent play from P.J. Walker. Uh, this Carolina offense definitely played well overall. Same as the Colts. Just really good showing by a lot of these guys uh, out there. Uh, did really, really good things. So 
That being said, um, we will start to wrap up the episode, but we're going to, uh, if you guys go to our Facebook, uh, check out uh, the photo that we did post earlier. It is the preseason week one winner, and this is amongst rookie uh, quarterbacks. So there's five out there that everybody's really looking at. Trevor Lawrence, uh, Zach Wilson, Trey Lance, Justin Fields, and um, Mac Jones. Sorry. Um, so... These are, the, these are the big five that everybody's paying attention to from the rookie quarterback standpoint. And, man, these guys all did really well. They all played very, very well in these first games. You do have to look at who they played up against, what defense they played up against when they, when they were in the game. But the preseason week one winner definitely is Justin Fields. He showed the ability to make the most plays. He did get more risky with his passes and make those bigger plays down the field and stuff. But, again, that's because he's trying to win the job. Um, I don't think it, it, you know, I wouldn't sit there and say from this week he's the front runner to be the best rookie quarterback. By no means are we looking at that. I still think Zach Wilson and Trevor Lawrence uh, looked better. But ultimately, I think all these guys are very equal. I think they're very even right now. Um, Trevor Lawrence and Zach Wilson both went six for nine. Um, you know, solid, you know, decent averages per yard quarterback rating every one of these guys were above 75 uh, with Mac Jones being at 78 the lowest and ultimately here I think that you know Mac Jones and Justin Fields got the most run Trey Lance was third with the most amount of uh, pass attempts Trey Lance to me looked like the worst out of these five out of these five to me Trey Lance looked like the worst this week because just inconsistent not consistent enough, not making the easy throws, just way too many incompletions there, and got to definitely make that better. So, you know, Justin Fields was definitely the winner this week. Uh, not by much. I mean, I think the way they looked on field, if you look at the stats, Justin Fields is definitely the winner. But the way they looked, man, Zach Wilson, I think is going to be just as good, if not better than Trevor Lawrence. We'll see how that continues to develop. I think Mac Jones will end up taking taking the starting job because he looked very good as well. Again, very controlled with what he did out there on the field. He's got to adjust to the speed of the game. I think he will. But he looked very good, very comfortable in that pocket. Definitely gave a different scheme and a different feel to the offense than what Cam Newton did. And I think they played better offensively with him in there. I think they looked better offensively with him in there. So, yeah, we'll see what happens. But, yeah, guys, go out there, check that out. Look at all five of them. All their stats are lined up beside each other so you can take a look at and, and kind of evaluate for yourself. But the stats don't tell the entire picture. Um, you know, go back. Look at some of the footage. Look at some of the film. Uh, that's the big thing that sets it apart from just looking at stats is uh, looking at all the games, watching all the games, seeing how they look, how they feel, how they make the throws, how they read the defense. And, uh, yeah, all these guys are very even right now at this point. I think Zach Wilson, Trevor Lawrence, uh, looked the best. I still have them probably the top two. I think they look the most comfortable um, and the best on the field overall from a feel of the game. And uh, yeah, then you've got Justin Fields and Mac Jones that are both right there equal as well. And again, Trey Lance, I think, is probably the low one on the totem pole. Uh, on this one so we'll see what happens if you guys would like uh, we can post uh, some things about running backs and wide receivers and things uh, later as the preseason keeps going um, but yeah we we will probably continue to do this with the quarterbacks each week shuffle things around show the different stats of these five and see how they do but if you guys want to see running backs um, you know we can include the rookie running backs and their stats as well because uh, I think people would enjoy that so let us know if you would we'll record that uh, we'll include that in the upcoming uh, preseason weeks, if you would like us to. 
Um, so yeah, really appreciate you guys tuning in. Hope you enjoyed the episode today. With that, all this being said, uh, we will take Aurora on her uh, daily walk so she can get her exercise. And uh, yeah, again, we really appreciate it. You have our email below, our Facebook below. Please like, share, subscribe, send the podcast out to out there to anyone else who would appreciate uh, any of the information out here. Um, yeah. Again, we just really appreciate it. But, yeah, with that being said, uh, we will get another episode out there on Wednesday for you guys. Um, Just super excited to have the NFL back. So thank you guys so much. Really appreciate it. We'll talk to you on Wednesday.